Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Happy 2023, everybody. So very glad you are joining me. Uh, I think I'm okay to do a show. I have no idea what's going on with me health-wise. We're going to talk about that. Also, this drug in my hand. Uh, this, I saved a fortune on, and I'm going to tell you how. We're also going to talk a little about Harry and Meghan, and of course, COVID, uh, and the new year. And let's start with COVID. I have no idea where I'm at in my recovery. I'm at day 13 since I tested positive. I am still positive. I took Paxlovid for five days, the drug that everybody takes and then goes negative. I didn't go negative. I had more symptoms week two after Paxlovid than I did during week one. Uh, Sneezing, runny nose, heavy throat. I still have a heavy throat. I'm not sneezing and my nose is not nearly as plugged. And I'm still positive. I have conflicting doctors telling me, oh no, it's 13 days, you're fine, go out with a mask. Even if you rebounded, you're good. I have others saying, well, count from the days you rebounded. I don't even know that I rebounded. Not one doctor can tell me that I officially rebounded because I never tested negative. So I'm afraid there's some hidden autoimmune disease going on. Then you have doctors saying, oh, well, don't even retest. People can be testing positive on the home test for up to three months after having COVID. Why? Do they have immune diseases? Do they have other things? Why? And no one can tell me the why. They're giving me this, oh, yeah, no, go out with a mask. Am I, well, you shouldn't be, blah, blah. No one knows. So my energy level's good. I walked four miles this morning. I did yoga. Uh, I I can obviously breathe if I'm talking to you. Uh, It doesn't sound too labored. My throat is still heavy right here, just right there. Uh, The drip, I guess, has stopped because I'm just normal now. So do I feel like I'm making progress? Yes, I do. But it's not being reflected in my test and no one can answer why. Why aren't I negative after Paxlovid? Oh, we don't know. Some people this, some people. I'm not some people. I'm a healthy 60-year-old male. I don't have diabetes. I don't have this. I don't, you know, why is this happening? No one can tell me. And it are these symptoms of COVID. They can't even tell me that. They're like, well, no, those shouldn't be COVID symptoms. Although some of them may linger. Like, everyone I know that's had COVID that is now negative, they still have a chest thing or their voice is still a little rough, but they're negative. So I'm still having a chest thing or a little rough voice, but I'm positive. My uh, niece's wife, Emily, she didn't go, po- uh, she didn't convert back to negative for until day 16. My sister, it took three and a half weeks, but she was unvaccinated. I've had all the vaccines, all the boosters. I got COVID 13 days ago, and my test still says I'm positive. Not even a faint line. It's a line. So did I rebound last Tuesday when the nose thing? Am I still in rebound? Am I rebounding a third time? No one knows. No one can tell me anything. And when they do tell me, it's conflicting. If I see the doctor on the now clinic, they say, get on with your life. Just wear a mask. Go back to life. If I read on the internet, it says, oh, if you rebounded, then isolate five more days. Well, if I rebounded last Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm past even that. I don't know what's going on. 
I don't know. You know, I'm, is there a heart involvement? I don't know. I have no idea. No one can tell me. You know, well, why would you think there's heart involvement? You had mild COVID. Well, because I did get a little sweatier than I should normally during yoga and during the walk. Well, that's just fighting the infection. You don't know that. So tired of this. We don't know crap. Ember is licking the air. She's like licking the air. Went to the doctor this morning. $280, no answers. Thank God he could see her, but we're doing labs to see if it's her stomach or if her pancreas or liver or something, but he's could be allergies, could be this, could be anxiety, could be... I'm like, oh my God, there's no clear-cut answers for anything anymore. Uh, I do not have a fever. At least last time I checked, I did not have a fever. I haven't ha- ever had a fever, so that's sad. So in terms of my COVID... I have no idea what's going on. I'm on day 13. I'm positive. I don't know if I still have active COVID or if this is now post-COVID. I have no idea. And they're saying you can be positive for three months without having, quote, active COVID. That's, that's, I don't, you know. CES is this week. I can't go. I'm credentialed, but you have to have a negative test result. Now, the doctors are saying, just mask up. You're safe. You're fine. Go back to life. I can't because I have to have a negative test result. So do negative test results just not mean anything anymore? If you can be positive for three months, see what I'm saying? We don't know crap about this virus yet. We just don't. We don't know anything about it. Uh, Okay, let me tell you how to save some money. This is doxycycline, 20 milligrams. Doxycycline, 20 milligrams, is used for pimples, acne, rosacea, also malaria, uh, and so I take it for rosacea, for my nose. This is one of the two prescription drugs I take. Uh, doxycycline, 20 milligrams twice a day. And I take it indefinitely. And it keeps the swelling and the rosacea and the redness and keeps all that away. Now, my insurance copay on that uh, per month is $30 or a dollar a day, basically. Or 50 cents a pill per day, basically. Break it down that way. It scares you, doesn't it? So a three-month supply from my insurance company is $97. And I'm getting tired of paying almost $400 a year to be on doxycycline. So I thought, let me try this good RX. Let me see if it really does work. So I logged in. I typed in the name of the drug. It said that at Vaughn's Pharmacy, right by my house, I could get a three-month supply of doxycycline for $29 total. Not the $94 copay, but $29 total. I didn't believe it. I thought this good RX can't work. This has got to be a scam. There's got to be something that's a scam. Called the pharmacy. My uh, doctor called in the prescription to the Vons Pharmacy because they said, oh, use the mail order. I was going to use the Optum Care mail order. Well, the mail order is 90 bucks for a three-month supply. So I'm like, oh, no, I'm not using the mail So I went... And I got this drug today, the same drug I get through the mail order. This is a 90-day supply. And my, and my total bill at Vons was $27. I saved $72. So if that happens every three months or four times a year, I'll save, what, $280 or more? Just by using GoodRx, which is free. It's an app. You download it. You put in the name of the drug you want. It tells you the price at local pharmacies that you are going to pay. And then you call and make sure. I didn't believe it, but here I stand. 
I paid $27 for these 180 pills instead of 90. So if you are on a plan and you have a high copay on a drug, check with GoodRx first. You may be able to get that drug, the entire drug, much cheaper. And that just shows how arbitrary and ridiculous co-pays and drug pricing are. If I can pay $27 for 180 pills at Vons, as opposed to $97 copay through OptumCare Rx, something's messed up somewhere. So again, if you take a prescription drug, I don't care what it is, and there is a copay on that drug, check your price through GoodRx. GoodRx does not use insurance. It is not insurance. You don't have to have insurance to use it. And this is not an ad. I, they're not paying me for this. I'm just telling you what happened to me. That was going to be $97. It was $27 at Vons using GoodRx. So I used it, and now I have it. So that's a, that's a money-saving, you know. And the lady at Vaughn said, oh, yes, a lot of seniors use GoodRx because the copay through Medicare is more money than the GoodRx. Does that show you how ridiculous this is? How we are raping everyone when it comes to drugs. All right, before we get to the new year, let's talk a little about the old. It did go out this weekend here in Vegas. It was a big to-do. We avoided all the fireworks and all the people. Well, I had to stay home, I, you know. I mean, I'm COVID positive. I don't feel good going out, even though they say, no, it's fine. Just wear a mask. I don't feel good about that. You know, my friend Daniel has COVID. I bet he's going to be negative before me. And he just got it. And he's not taking Paxlovid and he's fine. His symptoms lasted three days and now he's on the mend. You know, I'm, I, I don't know if Paxlovid saved my life because my sister got COVID and she nearly died. But she has COPD and was unvaccinated. She didn't test negative for four weeks. Is that going to happen to me because we're the same DNA? I don't know. That's the whole problem. Nobody knows. So the new year ended. A lot of people want to talk about the last, like, 2022. Why? It's over. There's nothing to talk about. There's no happiness back in 2022. There's no joy back in 2022. There's nothing. It's a memory. It's gone. It doesn't matter what happened last year. Everyone acts like what, you know... Really, even if somebody died in your life, it, it doesn't really matter because what matters now is going forward. You know, that's, that's really all that matters, going forward. And how much baggage you're going to pull with you from 2022. I don't think we should pull any. You know, we should, we should be moving forward and be more matter-of-fact about things. In your mind, just, start to, just, just know Trump's going to be arrested this year. Just know Trump's going to be indicted this year. Just know it. Just feel it. Just know. No, Carolina. Ah, stop all that now. Let's start moving forward. You know, moving forward. And I have to tell you, moving forward, one of my personal things is to get rid of medical anxiety as much as I can. And this morning, Jeremy Renner really helped me do that. Now, as he lies in critical condition in a hospital near Reno, you're wondering, how did Jeremy Renner, the Academy Award-nominated actor, help you? Well... Jeremy Renner is in the hospital fighting for his life right now because the yesterday, I think, or this morning, uh, while plowing with this enormous snowplow, he owns this big snowcat snowplow, it's called, uh, while plowing his place with this snowcat, for some reason, he got ran over. And they say there's a billion you know, safety precautions to make sure that doesn't happen, but it did. 
And so Jeremy Renner, the actor, has been run over by a snowplow, his own snowplow. His leg was mangled, and he lost a lot of blood. He is in critical but stable condition. There was a doctor nearby or someone that was a doctor or used to be a doctor, whatever, and or was passing by, and they put a tourniquet on until the emergency services could get there. Now, I didn't know that Jeremy Renner lived in Reno by Sparks, Nevada. Um, I really didn't. A lot of people do. That's nice. There. My friend Tyler lives there. And when I heard this, I said, you know, Jeremy Renner in his life has worried about a lot of things. He has. And I'm sure in his life, he's worried about health issues. He's thought to himself, oh, I hope I'm not having a heart attack. Or, oh, I hope this isn't a stroke or whatever. I know he has. Everybody does. The one thing that Jeremy Renner never worried about taking his life or changing his life in any way, shape, or form was a snowplow. I guarantee you, Jeremy Renner did not have snowplow high on his list of worries about things that could harm him, change his life, end his career, that sort of thing. Just never worried about being run over by a snowplow. I'm sure he did not. And yet, he is lying in the hospital right now, fighting for his life in critical but stable condition because he was plowing out the driveway for his kids and he got ran over by a snowplow. And as I thought about that, I said, see, I have to let my COVID fear go because everyone's COVID is different. This is how my COVID's going. This is what COVID is doing in my body. It's, it's still positive. Day 13, I don't know why. Maybe we will find out I have some autoimmune thing or something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just the way COVID's going. I don't know. But I've worried about it. I've worried about Ember with her leaking of the air and all of this. And yet I realize that all of this worry about COVID or about medical anxiety or about life or career or 2023 or all of that, all of your anxieties about the future, they don't really matter because none of that is going to go the way you think it's going to go. And things that are really going to derail you in 2023 are not currently on your radar. I repeat, whatever is going to try to derail you in the upcoming year right now isn't on your radar. Oh, you think it is money or job or this or that. And maybe some of those things will give you difficulties. But the real things that are going to come along and like derail you you don't know what those are. And you can't possibly be preparing psychologically for them because you, Jeremy Renner never prepared psychologically for being run over by a snowplow, having his leg mangled and nearly losing his life in the snow. That just wasn't something maybe on a movie set. Maybe he's been scared several times doing his own stunts, but not being run over by a snowplow. And it just illustrated to me again about my mantra for 2023, which is let go to live. In my yoga, in everything now, my mantra is let go to live. I have to let go of some things if I'm going to survive 2023 with a healthy mind. I have to let go of the past. I got to stop being a talk show host. What I mean by that is like I don't need an LAPD press credential anymore. I've had one for 23 years. And they want me to come down to L.A. and redo all the stuff to get it. Why? I don't want to show up at the scene of whatever. I don't. I would much rather be making movies. I would much rather be on stage entertaining. I would much rather be 
you know, being Carell, being singing and all of that. I just, I don't want to be the talk show, oh, excuse me, the talk show host that's, you know, here I'm live on the scene of the school shooting. I've been to enough school shootings. I've been to two. I don't need to be it anymore. I've been at hospital shootings. I've been at fires. I've been, I've been at almost every tragedy and disaster that can befall a human being because I've been in media. And you know what? I don't need that anymore. Now I need to create. I need to spend this next year creating. I want to do the show where I go to the 10 cities to see which city is the best to move in for climate change. I want to do a story in every bottle. I'd like to tell those 10 stories that we have mapped out. And I would like to start a film in 2023, even a bad one. Just get one made. Make it on an iPhone. Make it on these cameras here. Whatever. Just, just get one done. Somebody will watch it. 10 people, 100, 1,000, whatever. But start being more creative. That's what I want in 2023. I want my creativity back. I don't want to be a news person. I never wanted to be a news person. I never wanted to be a talk show host. And it's time that I acknowledge that. I never wanted to be a talk show host, ever. That's not to say that I didn't want my own talk show. I did, like Dinah, Dinah Shore. I wanted a variety show. But see, those weren't talk show hosts. Dinah Shore was not a talk show host. She's an entertainer. She's an actress. Kelly Clarkson, she's not a talk show host. Jennifer Hudson. In fact, a majority of people right now with talk shows are not talk show hosts. You know, they don't, they don't pay attention to the news. They weren't trained journalists. They're not authors and writers like me. I never wanted to be that. I, ha- I, just, I fell into KFI. I fell into talk radio, and it gave me the attention and the creativity that I needed. Well, now it's time to be honest with myself. I never wanted to be a talk show host. I like being a podcaster. I like being here with you and just talking about what I want to talk about. I don't need to be out over on the strip at CES, even if I could go. I don't need to go. Most of that stuff over there is crap. Everyone, are you going to go to CES this year? Why? It's the same rehash crap as last year. And it really is. Every year all CES does now is the same thing Apple does. They rely on the, innovent, the innovations that, of the past. There's nothing really new. There'll be new ways to fly a drone. There'll be 8K TVs instead of 4K TVs, but it's still a TV. There'll be phones that fold and flop and flip and this and that, but it's still just phone. You know, there's, there's not much innovation at CES when it comes to things that we can use in our daily lives. I saw a countertop dishwasher for one there once. I thought, well, that's really handy. Never saw it on the market. And I still don't see them. You know, I need a pizza oven indoors that, op- that heats up to 900 degrees. That's what I need. Do they have any tech to do that? No. I mean, really, most of the tech at CES, oh, healthcare tech, it's a big deal. No, it ain't. Can you put an actual doctor at my door? No. Well, then spare me your tech. Unless you're, you know, I don't want, and now there's even like virtual vacations, helping people explore the world that maybe can't travel. You even get a tour guide in, you, you put on a VR thing and you're literally talking to a real person in that other country, a real tour guide who's walking around with the camera, showing you the sights in that country from your living room. That's the saddest, most pathetic thing I have ever heard. Get out of the living room and go to that country. Well, not everybody can. Yeah, everybody can, actually. Everybody can fly. You know, well, handicapped people, they can fly. Blind people can fly. 
Deaf people, they can fly. If they can take a boat, they can take a train. Well, what about the expense? If you got enough to put a VR headset on and, you know, have some virtual tour guide, you can save up and have a real one. So a lot of stuff at CES, I think, is pathetic. I think ways to make you experience the world virtually is pathetic because it's not real. It's like Twitter. It ain't real. So I can't go even if I wanted to. Maybe I'm a little bitter about that because I don't have a negative test result yet. I might later in the week, but I don't yet. So let's look forward. Let's move forward. Let's not pull a lot of 2022 with us. There's nothing good really in it. There's some good stuff that happened to all of us. But you know what? Let's carry the good with us. Forget all the ick. Uh, and just move forward because that's that's all we can do. We can't stagnate. We've been stagnating for years now. COVID has made us stagnate. Let's not. Let's start to move again in 2023. You know, let's take steps forward. So wherever you are in your life, don't put all this enormous pressure on yourself. I got to lose weight. I got to stop smoking. I've got to. Yeah, you ain't going to do all that. Can I just tell you about most of your resolutions? You ain't going to do them. So stop that. Just going to make yourself feel guilty. And actually, people who feel guilty about being overweight tend to gain more weight. So just stop. Stop trying to put unrealistic expectations on the year ahead. Because, just like Jeremy Renner, you don't know what's going to happen in the year ahead. You know what's happening today, right now, in this moment. Start living there. Stop living in February 2023 or June 2023 or no. And stop living in 2024. Stop worrying about that election that's going to happen in like 19 months. Stop. Stop worrying about what a Republican Congress is going to do. Stop. Let's wait and see what horror they're going to do. Let's, you know, just stop. Stop projecting the future and stop analyzing and over-carrying the past. It really is time to move forward day by day. Today, January 2nd, a holiday I do not understand. I don't get it. Well, it's celebrating New Year's Day. New Year's Day was yesterday. New Year's Day is January 1. It's a numerical holiday. Well, we celebrated on Monday. Why? We celebrated it yesterday. Well, you know, for businesses and such. I don't... Why? It's a, it is January 2nd. It's not a holiday, okay? It's not. Oh, yeah, it's a holiday. It's not. Just because they say it is, not a holiday. My doctor was working. I'm working. It's not a holiday. You're working. Not a holiday. Uh, all right, so, you know, Harry and Megan are in the news. Harry's book is coming out. And um, I just want to address the vitriol that people are posting and, and are saying about Harry and Megan. Uh Lie number one, that Harry and Meghan wanted a private life. So why are they doing all this? They never, ever said that. There is not one interview where they ever said, we are doing all this because we want to pull back and have a more private life. They never said that. On the opposite, they said they look forward to fulfilling their duties. They look forward to the archwell. They look for. They have never said, we want to be out of sight, out of mind, leave us alone. They've never said that. But that's the false narrative. And their documentary talks about the false narrative about them. And all that's happening now in response to the documentary is more of the false narrative. And a lot of white people attacking them 
because they're pointing out the royals are racist and that they have not responded to them even in private. Harry has said he wants to rebuild his his uh, relationships with his father and with his brother, but they, they're not showing any interest. But somehow Harry and Meghan are the villains. Why? Because nobody likes to be called out for being an asshole. Nobody does. Your friends don't like it when you point out to them that they're being an asshole. They don't like it. The royal family is filled with assholes, big white puckering assholes. So white, they're pink, big pink puckering assholes. That's all the royal family is. It's all they've ever been. It's all they are. And yes, I don't want to speak ill of the dead, but in many ways, Queen Elizabeth was also an asshole through her inaction. She didn't do some things that she should have done. And people, well, she was old. Well, she was, she was the fucking queen, okay? She could have done more to wipe out homophobia in England than anybody, but she didn't. She could have done more to welcome Meghan Markle into their fold and to show that they didn't care that she was black, but she didn't. Why? She's an asshole. I mean, I love her. I did. I loved Elizabeth. But you can love someone and say, yeah, they, they were also an asshole. Queen Elizabeth, on many issues, was a raging asshole. Just by her silence. Her whole idea of staying silent and strong. No, uh-uh. Climate change, at least she wasn't. She spoke out against that. People are a lot of talk, not a lot of do. You know, so at least she spoke out against that. But she could have done much more. You know, and so Harry and Meghan have called out the fact that the royal family, including the beloved Kate, and uh, every time I've seen that Kate, all I thought of was an uptight white woman. Every time I see her, she just she screams Orange County, California. All right, California, if you're listening in California, please stay safe. Sacramento, parts of it, underwater. San Francisco, so many people in my original listening area of, of KGO uh, up in the Bay Area are in horror right now from the atmospheric river. So please, don't go out. Don't go get in the water. Stay safe. Okay, we, we, I need you. Uh, so stay safe, stay out of the rain, just stay out of it. Same in the snow. What is freaking Jeremy Renner, millionaire, doing out there in his own damn snow plow, getting run over by it? That's a, Really, I mean, what, that, what, that's the first thing I said. I said, why was he doing that himself? Isn't the whole point of being rich so you don't have to go out and jump in a snow plow and plow the, you know, you got some minion to do that for you? Isn't that the whole point of having millions of dollars? I ain't never picking up a bag again. Uh, after I make my first million, I am never picking up a bag, ever. I will walk into the airport with my arms waving, just me and Ember having a time, and there'll be someone behind me with my luggage. Amen, sister. Uh, so Harry and Meghan are being painted as the villains because every story needs a villain. Why not make the black girl and her husband, who are calling out racism, the villain? Well, the white people are. And it's sad. I believe every word Harry and Meghan say. I think the white, the white royals are just absolutely deplorables. <laughs> deplorables. Poor Hillary. Are they going to investigate her? They're going to investigate everybody. You know, the, the, new, the Congress might investigate me. I don't know. They're, they're, maybe you. They're, oh, now Fauci. Uh, Fauci gate is coming. Oh, yes. Elon Musk allegedly has papers alleging this and that. So Fauci gate. Mm -hmm, yeah, that's coming. And Biden gate, there'll be Hunter Biden, who's not elected to anything. 
uh, but it, our Congress, the Congress that's supposed to work for us, the people, uh, you know, they're going to investigate him. So, yeah, that'll be something. All right. Don't know where I'm at with my COVID. I'll keep you updated. Day 13, still positive, still a little gravelly, as you can hear. We'll see what happens with that. Harry and Meghan are being painted as villains because they're calling out assholes. Use GoodRx if you can. Try to use it to maybe save some money. And as for 2023, move forward. Don't look backwards. I am Corel. You be who you want to be, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, I will be back on Wednesday. We it, Well, I, I hope. I, mean, I don't know. With the COVID, you know, I could take a turn. Who knows? We, no one seems to know anything. So I could be. I probably will be back on Wednesday. You can always check my Insta, Instagram. It's really Corel. That's the only place that you can find me now. Instagram, really Corel. Uh, there is tweets on Twitter from from my show, but that's all the the podcast software does that. I don't do that. So uh, don't you know if you're posting on Twitter trying to get me, don't make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the App Store of your choice now.